Hello, my friend. How are you this morning? Very well. Thank you, my friends. How are you? We are well, thank you. Do you come in the love and the light of the Infinite One Creator? I do. Do you also? We do as well. We would like to, we we will preface this with we uh, awoken our channel relatively early this morning. Uh, this is usually when she's in this state. Her mind is relatively clear. She hasn't become preoccupied with the thoughts for the day. So it's it's much easier for us to communicate at that time. And we've had difficulty with this with her over the last mm, six, seven, eight of your weeks due to her uh, new jobs and whatnot, things of that nature. So we took advantage of this opportunity this morning to sort of just sort of clarify and piggyback on some things that we had spoken about in the past and specifically with relation to timelines. We know that you and many of your peoples are interested in timelines and many are familiar with the terminology of shifting timelines. And so we would just like to expand upon that just a little bit in a more day-to-day um, -day framework that most people are, are trying to work on or have heard different ideas or thoughts on the topic. And we would just like to expand upon that, but again, put it in a more um, sort of um, scientific, kind of um, easier to understand steps to utilize versus just the some thoughts and ideas have been thrown out. Well, you just sort of change your thinking or you say repeated uh, positive affirmations. And, and those things are all well and good, but how does it work? And, and this is, our instrument is very curious and okay, that sounds nice. How does it work? How do I, how do I implement this? How do I know that it's working other than, well, if I you know, say these affirmations, then all of these wonderful things are happening, will happen. And many books and, and theories and ideas and channels have been utilized to sort of express this idea that if you, if you shift your reality, if you uh, get into the vortex of someone said, or if you change your, your thinking, or if you uh, develop a, a mantra of, of, oh, I want more money or more love or whatever it may be, then, then you put yourself in that vibration. And to a degree, that's partially true, but those are just words. So I can say, you can say lots of things, but without the vibrational component to go along with it, you're never going to fully get into that reality that you're seeking. And so a lot of these terms are sort of thrown around and these fluffy ideas of, oh, you say this, you do that, oh, things will flow. And it's true. But how? How does that work? How do I, how do I as, a, as a human get into that? How do I shift into these, these realities that, that many channel sources talk about as if it's so easy? And from our perspective, it is easy. And it's, it's easy because we have gone through the process, trust us, for millennia compared to where your population is at the present time. So oftentimes when you hear these put in, in terms that sound so simple and easy, from that perspective, from those perspectives that are being offered, it is easy. Not because we're smarter, not because we're superior beings. There's none of that. It's just merely just more, just more opportunity to advance just a longer period of evolution. That's all it is. It's not we're better, we're smarter, we know more. It's nothing like that at all. It's just we've had more opportunities to flounder and, and to try to figure it all out and sift through everything till we get to that, oh, that's how it's done moment. And so from that perspective, many of us wish to offer ideas on how to advance your 
present populace to accelerate to that level so that your day-to-day activities and livings and things you wish to accomplish are a little smoother. And so from that perspective, we uh, we find that oftentimes those in your population that, that read these things or listen to these ideas or, or ways to achieve these you know goals that you set out, you become very frustrated because it sounds so simple. Oh, well, I just do A, B, and C, and then boom, D happens. Well, how hard can that be? And what we wish to relay is that, yes, from our perspective, it is that easy, but that doesn't say that we were just created with that innate ability. It doesn't work like that. We've had to struggle and, and, and sludge through the mud, as many of you say, for millennium to get a grasp on how to attain those goals that you are seeking in your day-to-day life. So we wish to just sort of, again, take the mysticism, the woo-woo-ness out of it all, because it's not like that at all. It's just merely you lack experience and information to get to that goal. It's no different than, and we will use this, We and again, we, we don't wish to equate you to, to a child, but it, it's, it's, um, it's probably the best analogy we can use in order to sort of make you sort of put it in a perspective that, that, that makes sense. But we don't, we don't use this analogy in any way to, to belittle you or to make you feel uh, inferior or overly naive or things of that nature. We want to make that very clear. Does, does this make sense? Yes, it does. <clears throat> okay, so we want to make that very clear because lots of times your peoples make references to children in a very sort of derogatory, oh, look, little Johnny tripped. Oh, he's so stupid. He didn't know to tie his shoe. That's belittling. Johnny didn't know to tie a shoe because he didn't have the information. If he had the information, that wouldn't have happened. That's the only difference there. And it's the same from our perspective. You just don't have the information. So if you don't have the information, you can't put it all together. It's the same with anything in any society, in any universe, any being that you encounter. It's the same thing. You just don't have the information. And without the information, then you can't get to D or B or C or whatever you're seeking. So that's all That's all it is from our perspective. It's nothing magical. It's nothing, oh my gosh, it's so, they're so grand. Look at what they can manifest. No, it's nothing like that at all. It's not that grandiose. From your perspective, yes, it may seem that way. Just as if, right, everybody in your society, in your present time, for the most part, is familiar with a, with a cellular smartphone, yes? Yes. Okay, go back 300 years and show show somebody a smartphone. They would think you're a god, would they not? Wow, this is so mystical. This is so magical. This must have been given by a god. You see, but it's not that at all. It's just your technology has advanced over hundreds of years to create this device. There's nothing magical about it. There's no magical god that came down and said, oh, here's the, here's the tablet on how to make a cell phone. It, no, it's not like that at all. So we just want to, we just want to lay the groundwork and just sort of just just put that out there that this is nothing that's not attainable. It's just you can't attain something if you don't know how to do it. It's the same thing with that little Johnny example. He wouldn't have tripped had he known to tie his shoe. It's 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 as simple as that in that regard. So when you hear channel sources or you read certain things, oh, it's simple. Yeah, it's simple in theory, but how do you get there? How does Johnny know to tie his shoe? There's a lot more than just, oh, well, he didn't tie his shoe. No, he's got to recognize, first of all, we go back to the awareness. He has to be aware his shoe is untied. He has to, first of all, be aware to even put his shoe on before he walks. So there's multiple steps. Do you see what we're saying? Yes. So it's not as simple as, well, just shift your vibration and everything will come to you. Well, yeah, in theory, yes, that's true. But just as with little Johnny, there's a lot more that goes in. He's got to know that he has a foot. 
he's got to know he needs to put a sock on. Then he knows he, then he has to figure out what shoe to put on what foot. Then he has to know how to use the, the laces. So you see what we're saying? There's so many steps to that one little, well, just tie your shoe. No, it's not that simple. So that's what we're trying to reiterate with this communication that we're having this morning. So in saying that, many times your peoples and, and our instrument has has experienced this to, to a large degree over the last number of her years, is that, well, I know what I want to get to. I know that I want to improve my health. I know that I'm in a, a very, my health is very impaired at the moment and, and it's, it's not looking good and it's not getting better. And now I'm, and now I'm becoming alarmed. What can I do? I seek out all this medical advice and these professionals and I try these different things and nothing seems to be working. And now I'm frustrated and I'm irritated because we're using the eye reference because we're, we're referring to our uh, instrument. So I become frustrated. I become irritated. I'm trying all of these things. I'm listening to all these quote unquote experts and, and I'm not improving what, what's going on. And so your ego gets very irritated. It gets frustrated because what does the ego want to do? You know, the answer to this. It wants to maintain its existence. It's control. Without change. Yes. It's control. Yeah. Yes. See, it's like Jeopardy. <laughs> That's our instrument's humor. In any event, yes, so your ego wants to maintain control above and beyond anything else because it seems to know everything. It has all the answers. And how often has your people said, oh, well, my ego got in the way and look what happened. Boom, something not desired. You had a poor outcome because you let your ego get in the driver's seat. Many of your, your peoples use this terminology that, that we think the, the reader and or listener can relate to. From a literary standpoint, that's uh, continuing to turn our own wheel of fate. Yes, yes. And again, there's many different ways to describe the same thing. But it's the ego wanting to make con maintain control. And when it gets out of control and it can't collect all the pieces and put them together the way that it sees it fit, that the way that the ego and the mind seem to think it should go together, then you create frustration, you create irritation, you create friction, you create resistance. You are in a state of disharmony. You are in a state of, of you are resisting anything to come to you because you have changed your vibration. Like we spoke about before, your frequency and vibration, that becomes very skewed. Yeah, that is stress though. That is stress, exactly. So you are creating this for yourself. And so in doing these things, so you have this big problem, whatever it may be, and we're not talking about you want to win the lottery. This has nothing to do with, with money per se. But you have this large problem ongoing. You've sought multiple sources to, to solve it, to improve it, and nothing seems to be working and your ego becomes incredibly frustrated. And when that happens, you lower your vibration, you lower your awareness. And in doing so, you lower your perception of available options to you. And so when you do that, every time you do that, and you shift in and out of parallel realities all day, every day, almost every minute of every single day, you're shifting. As soon as you shift a thought, as soon as you see something you like or don't like, you're automatically slightly shifting into a different reality all the time. Happens all the time. Now, the thing is, is that when you do shift into a reality that feels good, how do you stay there? And how do you even know to do that? How do you even recognize that? So you hear many times your your sources of, of, of spiritual information, enlightenment, etc., will say, well, ask for help. Ask your, your angels, your guides, your higher self, God, whatever you want to call it, ask for help. And and this is key. You, you we, we cannot intervene. And when we refer to us, we refer to our own um, collective. But any collective 
uh, is, is operates on the same format. We, we cannot intercede. We cannot intervene unless we are invited in or asked. The Rob group calls that a calling, do they not? Yes, a calling. Yes, the same type of thing, an asking, a calling, a desire, the same type of idea. But we, we cannot intervene until and, unless asked. And even when we are asked, there are very restrictive parameters in, in so far as how much we can intervene or or are allowed, or we'll use your term, terminology, ethically permitted to do from an evolutionary standpoint. We can't yes, just say... and this goes back to the law of confusion or it, the law of free will. Yes, yes. We can't just say, well, here you go. Here's here's all you got to do, and then boom, you know, you're, you're back in, you know, you're, you're back to the creator, and all is done, and you're good to go. No, it doesn't work that way. There are parameters. There are governors that we have spoken about before with the, with the automobile that only lets you go so far. Yes. Okay, so with all of those sort of in place, so somebody says, okay, I'm having this problem. I've exhausted all known avenues to me. I'm becoming frustrated. I can feel my resistance building. I have the awareness. See, this is the key. This is where the awareness comes in. I can feel it in me. I am putting up resistance. I am aware that I'm resisting it, but I don't know what else to do. I've sort of hit a wall. I've tried everything, and now my ego is really angry. I'm angry. I'm frustrated. I'm not getting better. I'm not getting the solution that I've been seeking. So now what? So at that point, if you can drop your ego, if you could say, you know what, ego and mind, that's great. We went that route. We went down this road, that road, this road. And no, no, we're still at the edge of that cliff. We're not getting anywhere. And so at that point, some of you refer to this as your rock bottom in extreme cases. Yes. You've exhausted all avenues. Nothing's worked. The ego didn't come up with a viable solution. The mind together, none of those options seem to have been fruitful. So you come to this realization, wow, okay, this is bigger than me. I clearly accept that I don't know what in the world I'm doing. I need some help. And so you drop everything. You drop that resistance. You drop that ego and you say, okay, I am willing. I'm aware that I'm not getting the results that I've been seeking. I am aware of this. I am aware of the friction of the the, the, the discord within me. I'm aware of this, this feeling and I need this to change. I don't know what to do. So I'm going to just drop it, surrender it, as they say in your, your recovery programs. I'm going to surrender it all. Forget it. I give up, whatever. I'm going to let the universe take over. Now, see, many of you will say, if you did this in the first place, it'd be a whole lot easier. But at the same time, you wouldn't have had all these experiences. You wouldn't have had this growth. You wouldn't have had this realization. You wouldn't have had the awareness to realize that maybe your ego and mind doesn't have all the answers. That maybe following that over and over and over is nine times out of ten not getting you the results that you want. So without going through those experiences, you will not gain that awareness. And this has degrees for the individual depending on what the individual needs and how far the individual needs to go holding on to that ego yes know? yes and, and it's unique every 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 incarnate individual comes in with their own sort of plan like this is my goal i've struggled with this over multiple lifetimes i want to make it as extreme as possible so that i can get it this time and those examples yes it's going to be much more dramatic you're going to re- it's really noticeable within your society and it doesn't always so that's an extreme example but just your day-to-day things like gosh you know why can't I get this, whatever, I, I really want this job. I got this job, yeah, it's okay, but I really want that one. Why can't I get it? What am I doing wrong? What, what am I, why, why is, my, is my resume not good enough? Are my references not up to par? Is my, you know, so you're struggling trying to figure, so that, that's, a, that's a relatively benign example compared to the, the life-changing I might die incident. But the mechanics are all the same. The way to resolve these issues are all the same. Some take longer than others. Some take, you have to get to a, a more dramatic point 
before you're willing to drop those those ego defenses. So what you finally do is you get to a point where you say, okay, I, I surrender it. I give up. Forget it. I'm done. I'll, I'm asking for help. That's the key. I'm asking. I'm willing. I am aware that I can't do this. I am willing to accept help. Okay, now here's the other key. So people think, okay, that that's it. That's all you got to do is just surrender it, give up, say I'm willing. Okay, but there's another step here that doesn't often get spoken about that we would like to address. And that is you have biases and prejudices as we have discussed multiple times in the past. Yes? Yeah. Okay. Those are always sort of kind of in the background. Oftentimes we're not even aware of these as we have spoken about in the past. You carry these with you. They, they, they do play into pretty much all your encounters throughout your day. Not to a huge degree, but they're there. They're always there. This is no different. So when you get to that point where you say, okay, you know what? I'm done. I need help. Please help me. If you put parameters on that without even knowing it, so this is where you have to have more awareness. If you put parameters, for example, I need to, uh, let's say, okay, we'll use our instrument. She's okay with us using this example. She needs to replace the bumper on her car. Okay, so in her mind initially, she thought, okay, gosh, so she's calling around. How much is this going to cost? Damn it. Okay, I'm going to have to work X amount of days extra to get the money, to get the bumper fixed. Okay, where can I take it? So she's making all these phone calls. She's looking online, doing all these things, trying to, okay, what's, what's what's the most inexpensive way to get this thing done? In doing so, right, so she's surrendered. Okay, I have this problem. What am I going to do? I'm not going to file insurance. It's going to raise my rates. So, so she's so she's sifted through all these potential options to resolve the problem, yes? Yeah. Now, given her biases and prejudices, she thinks the only way to solve this problem is by having more money. And this seems to make sense. Well, yeah, if she had more money, she could take it to a shop, pay them, they'll fix it, boom, problem solved. The problem with that, and we'll just, we're just using her as an example, and she's okay with this. We, we talked to her about this this morning, is that you are limiting your options, whatever it may be. What if that bumper, what if, you know, perhaps maybe she saw it online for $100 and found somebody that she could pay $100 to put it on, and that would save her 1000 By doing that, she's opening herself up. So now maybe I don't need to work the extra shifts to, to make the money to take it to the shop. Maybe, maybe. I can find someone who knows how to do it and I just buy the part and I pay them cash and they put it on and boom, I've saved myself a thousand dollars. That's just, that's just an example. So what we're trying to say is that don't limit yourself to the answer to the solution. So if you say, okay, I need to pay this bill or I need to, I I really want this job and, and I've done all I know to do to get this job and it hasn't happened. I need, I need guidance into what to do next. And so you say, so now you're looking for alternative options to get that particular job. Now you've just eliminated any potential other options that might be available to you because your biases and prejudice have limited you to that one particular job. Whereas the universe, they can, it can set up parameters and shift your perspective by shifting your environment to options that you didn't even see that were there before. Maybe that job's not for you. Maybe. Maybe if you're willing to detach from that, to maybe open yourself to other options, maybe something far better will come along that you never even considered. But if you limit yourself, you say, yes, I'm open to, oh, universe, I'll do whatever, you know, guide me, yada, yada, yada. But if you're, but if in the back of your mind, you're focused on that one job, you've completely eliminated any other options that might even be available. So those parallel realities that you could have shifted to that could have led to something far more fruitful and, and, and 
a better fit for you won't even be in your sights because you have you have eliminated those as options. Similar to that electron example in the box that we used a previous few chats ago. Yes. Same kind of thing. You have automat- You've already set up in your mind that's the job you want. But you don't have the awareness to know. You have the awareness to recognize you're not getting that job. So you're willing to just sort of open yourself up to opportunities or, or different ways of doing things to get that job. But in doing that, you've just eliminated all other parallel realities that are available to you because that could have led you to something more fruitful and more satisfying for you. So what we're trying to say is that you have a goal, yes, but the way that that goal manifests, you've got to release any ways that it may come to you. It may not be in any way, shape, or form that you would have considered, that you would have been open to before or in the past, or that even seemed even feasible or possible, or it may just never even cross your mind because it's just it, the, the idea of it just sounds so absurd. If you can drop all of that, if you can drop all those prejudices and biases towards getting to attaining that goal, if you can let all that go and not be so attached to that one exact outcome and be open to other outcomes that may serve the same purpose, just not in the way that you intended, then it will flow to you much faster. The op, the op, the universe has so many more options to work with. And, you know, you've heard this term, the path of least resistance. That's exactly what it is. The universe will take the path that offers the least resistance to get you what you need as soon as you, as soon as it, it, it's available, as long as you're open to receive it. So you have to drop that ego. You have to drop the mindset. You have to drop the biases and prejudices. you got to drop it all, essentially, and be open to any opportunity, no matter how it presents itself, no matter how strange or absurd it may sound, but be open to it and it will flow. It will flow to you. It has no choice. It will flow to you if you allow it. So the key in this is not being so focused on that one particular job or that paying that one bill in this particular way or, or going on this vacation in this one particular fashion on this date and I need this much money and this type of clothing, just, just drop all that, have the goal in mind, but how it presents itself and how it organizes itself in its own time, you have to be willing to be open to that and to, and to release that resistance and let it come to you without your back of your mind prejudices and biases as far as how you think the best way for it to come to you will be. And oftentimes we will say this is that many uh, of the solutions that your people uh, seem seem to think will resolve it is by is through monetary funds. I need to have the money to fix this. I need the money to pay this bill. I need the money to buy this book or whatever the case may be. There are umpteen ways to get the same result in different fashions that don't always include money. And so we just really want to emphasize that that if you can take if you can take your mind out of the checkbook and the bank account and the dollar funds that you need to get that this costs this much, I got to have this much in my account. Otherwise, forget it, it's not going to happen. Well, yeah, it probably won't unless you want to work and work and work and save and save. That certainly is an option. If you wish to get struggle and, and push and struggle and, and take extra time, by all means, that's your choice and go for it <laughs> if, if this is what you truly desire. That's your learning path you've chosen. That's the path that you, that, that is the only way that you have decided that you are going to attain that goal is by working more to get that money to pay for that. Well, okay, well, that, that's your choice in the universe that will certainly allow you to do it. It's not going to interfere at all. If that's, if that's, if that's your trajectory and that, that is the, the, the path or the, the parallel reality that you have chosen to go on, it will certainly allow you to just slug along as long as you want. But knowing that if you didn't 
were so, if you weren't so adamant on that particular route, there are countless ways to achieve that goal that you wouldn't even thought of. You wouldn't even dreamed of. I mean, how many times have you heard your people say, I never thought I would have ever been happy living there. And that was like the best place ever. I mean, you tell people, Oh, I lived here. Why in the world would you want to live in the middle? What, 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 what is that all about? You say, I don't know. I had the best time. It was great. I met the best people. It was quiet. It was nice. It was ABCD. I never even thought any of that was possible. When I heard I had to go there, I thought, Oh my gosh, really? What of all the places on the planet, this is where I got to be. But once you accept it, you open yourself up to it. It can turn out to be the best place you've ever lived in your life. But if you went into it with a mindset of, nope, not going to like it. Nope, nope, nope. And you've already gone into it with that mindset that you're going to resist any potentialities that are presented to you, you will be miserable. It's your choice. And the universe is so accommodating and it loves you so much that if that's what you want to do, if you want to be miserable, it's by all means, go for it. <laughs> it's not going to give you what you want on a platter. If, if, that, if this is what you want to do, then it will, it will do its best to keep you on that path of being miserable if that's what you choose. Just you, you equally have the option to, well, I may not want to go here, but what about if I discover really neat things or I'm open to this? Or I'm a, then the universe will present all of these things to you and even more that you never even thought possible because you dropped your ego, you dropped the mindset, you dropped your biases and prejudices, which this is why we want to have this conversation is that... Most people, not most, but many recognize, okay, dropping the ego. Yes, many people understand this, but it's the biases and prejudice. That's your hindrance. That is what is holding you back. It's not, well, I dropped my ego and I gave up the resistance. What's going on? No, you didn't. You've got to look deeper. You've got to look beyond just the ego. The ego is relatively superficial. It's what you carry with you from the time you're born throughout your whole life that you don't even know is there. So that's what you need to examine and say, wait a second. Okay, yeah, I can, I can drop the ego for a bit. All right, I can take a back seat. I can do that. But what, what's holding me back? Well, it's the boulder that you're dragging behind the car that's labeled biases and prejudices that's holding you back. And so until you recognize those, work through those, and where did those come from? And those beliefs, those innate beliefs that you don't even realize that you've been dragging along this whole time, that's what's holding you back. It's not just the ego. There's a lot of emphasis in your literature and your channelings on the ego and how detrimental it is. And we don't disagree with any of that. But what we really want to say is that there's another component that's equally as dragging, uh, weighing, uh, detrimental, or, or delaying. We'll use this word. This is a better word. Delaying your, your um, arrival at what you really want. And that's those biases and prejudices and beliefs that you have that you don't even, you aren't even aware of. So many people say, oh, I can drop the ego. Yeah, yeah, I can. Yeah, okay, I'll just, you know, okay, I'll surrender myself, blah, blah, blah. But you don't look in the rear view mirror and see all the other stuff that you're lugging along with you because you don't even know it's there. So that's what you need to focus on. Yes, the ego, that's a big one. Most people can't release that. But if you can, now you got to look a little deeper and say, wait a second. Okay, I dropped the ego. This still isn't working out. What, what is going, why is the universe working against me? Oh my gosh, what did I do wrong? You know, you start thinking like that. That's not going to work. You got to look behind you and say, what have I been lugging since the day I was born? That, that's not even mine. It was given to me that I just said, oh yeah, I'll have to go. Oh, I'm done. Okay, yeah, I'll just take that with me. File that away. And you don't even know it's there. So until you examine that, you'll never, ever fully get the outcome that you are seeking. Okay. So. We've talked in the past about the different minds that we have, most of which we're not aware of. Yes. The ego mind is a product of the ego, the hierophant, 
the, um, uh, the false identity that we create, but you've also identified a subconscious mind that is actually part of our metaphysical self. And the biases and prejudices that you're describing now those are part of the subconscious mind, are they not? Yes, yes. They're, they're much deeper, which is why they are harder to identify because because they feel, as we've stated before, they feel so normal. It feels so so natural. You don't even know it's there. You just think, you don't. first of all, many aren't even aware of them. Second of all, it feels so normal that it feels good to drop the ego. You feel like a big weight's been lifted. And you think, oh, okay, I feel lighter. I feel better. Okay, yeah, I got this. You don't even know that your subconscious mind is dragging around these beliefs that that A, you've accepted, B, you don't even know they're detrimental, and C, you probably don't even know what they are. If someone asked you to write them down, you wouldn't even know because you don't recognize them. And that's the deep subconscious personality mind that we spoke of. That that's sort of that's your individuality on a more subconscious level that you incarnate with. It's part of what shapes our consciousness pattern. Yes, that's part of what shapes your consciousness pattern. And so because it feels so normal, because this is, you get rid of the ego and sort of the, the external heaviness, you, you can recognize that, you can feel that, you can, you can work through that and release that. And you feel lighter, obviously, but you don't realize that that is, you still have this other stuff in your subconscious mind, your personality mind, because that is your makeup. That is who you are when you incarnate. So you don't even recognize that as being weight. I guess and we're, we're, this is part of our programming prior to our incarnation. Yes. So we come in with yes. these biases yes. and prejudices yes. that you're describing. Yes, yes. It's sort of like a carryover. It's like that bumper sticker right. <laughs> from one vehicle to the next. It just right. sort of goes along with you that you don't even notice it. So, so that, that carries with you. And that, that is the hardest to recognize. That's the hardest to identify because once, as you've stated before, yeah, once you release the ego, who are you? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Scary. Okay. Yes. You can do that. Okay. Oh, scary. Oh, who am I? Oh, I'm, I'm still this person. Well, who is that? That's your biases, prejudices, and beliefs. That's, that's who you really think you are when you kind of release that ego. That's what's left. And when you release that, now you're really kind of in a position of, Okay, I got rid of the ego, my false self, my blah blah blah. Yeah, okay. And we're not we're not we're not trying to put this in light terms at all because that's a very difficult process. We're not trying to belittle that at all by any means. What we're trying to emphasize is the gravity of what's still underneath it that is holding you back from attaining your goals. That's what we're trying to emphasize here. Okay. But it's still the process of employing awareness to discover yes. what the bias and prejudices are uh, in that uh, subconscious mind. And that is, again, use, uh, or we discover that by feeling. We feel those biases and prejudices and using awareness to feel that. And then the release of it, once we discover what the problem is, then that's the process of awareness as well, is it not? It is. and But also, too, we'd like to emphasize that, that yes, you do, you do feel those emotions, but you've got to understand that, that many times people bundle up ego and those underlying biases and prejudices into one lump. So they identify, they, they can identify the biases and prejudices that they have, but they identify that in with the ego. And so they think when they, okay, I release the ego. Yeah, you release some of those biases and prejudices, but they're still there. They are much more firmly ingrained and those beliefs are more firmly ingrained than your overall ego mind. Because you can release the ego mind, and when you do that, you do release some of those biases and prejudices and beliefs, but those are still there. At the bottom of it all, those are still there. Those are not fully released, and that's what's holding you back, ultimately. 
The biases and prejudices that are part of the ego mind are what we have learned in this incarnation. Yes. The biases and prejudices of the subconscious mind are, as you say, what has carried over. Yes, So yes. it is much deeper. It is much deeper. It's of a different nature. It's not really dealing with the um, uh, characteristics of this incarnation. No, no, no. And that's why it's so, that's why it's so much harder to identify and to truly feel because, because that's, at this particular density, that's how you feel at your core. Okay, I've gotten to the true me, the true me. Well, that's not really the true you. That's just the true you that you've established to carry with you from lifetime to lifetime within this density. So that is sort of your core signature vibration in, within this density, not your core signature, we should rephrase this, not your core signature vibration, but but the vibration around it, we'll state it this way, sort of the vibration around your core signature vibration that you bring with you from lifetime to lifetime within this density. So it feels so normal. So yes, I can release the ego to some degree. I feel lighter, I feel better. And th- th- that that's no easy feat. We are not at all by saying, oh yeah, just drop the ego, you know, like you're dropping off mail at the post office. No, no, not we. We understand the difficulties with this. We are not trying to, to subdue that effort by any means. But what we are saying is that, is that oftentimes when people think, well, I released my ego, I surrendered all these things. Why am I still not attaining the goals that I uh, desire, that, that I truly seek, that I think will better me as a person? And that's why. And this is why we wanted to have this conversation this morning before our instrument forgot it all, which is why we made her write some of these things down. <laughs> so that she'd have some cues <laughs> to go back to. But but this is what we really kind of wanted to emphasize again, because as we've stated before, many channelings have been presented in the past, and there, it's all good information. And as we've stated before, all the information is the same. It's just presented in a different format with different adjectives and different nouns and situations that it's presented in. But what we want to say is that that's the overall picture that's been presented over many of your years. Just to, it's kind of like the baseline to kind of get the, the thinking and the mindset and kind of get out of the, the mold that's been established for millennia within your density on this planet. So we just want to go a little bit beyond that. So now that the general, not the general, but, but a large amount of your populace is, is familiar or more accepting of those general concepts. We want to go a little bit deeper so that your your continued evolutionary advancement is, is a little clearer it makes a little more sense because many say well i have such a grasp on all this why am i still stuck why am i still reliving this sort of same theme over and over again? why haven't i gotten it yet what what am i not getting i've changed this i've changed that i've done this this i've done everything i can do i've released i've been open what am i not getting that's what it is that that is the remaining piece that mostly is hindering you from attaining the the final desired outcome that you wish with any situation that you may may be in. No matter how dramatic or benign it may be, it could be as simple as, oh my gosh, where did I put that pen? I like that pen. What, what, you know, I've looked everywhere. Oh my gosh, I'm banging my head. What is, why can't I find this gosh darn pen? You know, just something as stupid as that. It's the same thing, just on a less dramatic level. But the, but the idea and the resolution to get the outcome you seek is the same. It's just the amount of work that's put into it is different. So, okay, yeah, you find the pen. Oh, well, whatever. I can get a different pen. No big deal. And then once you let that idea of I got to find that particular, once you, once you, (laughs) this is a good example. Once you kind of let that idea go, well, I need that pen and I've done everything I need to find that pen. Well, forget it. I'll just use this when it works. Just, and once you kind of release that and forget about it, you'll turn around. Oh, it was right in front of me the whole time. Why didn't I see it? Ah, 
because you lessened your resistance and you jumped to that parallel reality where the pen's been the whole time. You just didn't have the ability to see it because your awareness and your resistance to being in that reality wasn't available to you. But once you release that and put it out of your mind, then you're able to shift into that reality. And Oh, there's, how do I, it's been on the counter the whole time. I didn't see it. Why is that? Well, that's why. <laughs> so it's that simple. That that's, that's, that's the dynamic of it. That That's the, um, the scientific portion of it. And so far as how that works, it's been there the whole time. You just, you were just in a different parallel reality. So you didn't have the awareness or the, the vibration to see it, even though, even though it was an option for you to see, you weren't in that vibration to see it. So that's just kind of an example. So that happens throughout all the whole day, all of your day, all the time with every little thing you do. You're constantly shifting between realities based upon your your vibration and your awareness and your acceptance level, I guess is probably the best way we can say that. Okay. All of these biases and, biases and prejudices that, that we've been identifying, those that are in a part of the ego mind and those biases and prejudices that are part of the subconscious mind are all contributors to our perception of self and made possible because of our perception of separation, which creates the uniqueness of our exploration of creation. Is that correct? Yes. Mm -hmm. So all that we have done is create a unique lens through which we experience creation and the evolutionary process, the enlightenment process is the process of becoming, to, to cease creating these further deviations from the middle path that we talked about in the last, uh, last session and to surrender those biases and prejudices that created our unique lens so that we might integrate more fully with in our evolutionary journey with the evolution or the reintegration with the creator. Yes. Is that correct? Yes. Okay. Mm -hmm. Essentially, yes. So all that all the we're really doing is you're defining the nature of the immature portion of our evolutionary process. Yes, yes, and and you know, we'll use another example, and this this is this is a, a relatively clear and simple example, and we'll use the child example again. Again, we're not trying to belittle children's innocence or naivete by any way, or or say that you are the same, but but imagine you have those puzzle boxes that you give children so they learn the shapes. They put the the square in the square shape and the circle in the circle. You know, you know the yes. the box. Yes instrument we're discussing okay so let's say you put this in front of a child and, and the child has a cube in its in, in its hand and it's trying to figure out which and it gets frustrated you see children banging trying to put the square in this you know the whole peg and you know and they're they're getting irritated and so what do they throw the block or they kick the thing or they get irritated so so from our perspective we see this happening okay you know if they could just shift that perspective just a little bit then it then it becomes a little clearer so so what do you do as a parent right you don't want to see this child angry upset trying to figure this out you want them to learn the task you want them to figure it out for them but they just need just just a slight alteration to kind of see it a little clearer so you as a parent what do you do you see you see well you know, if the box is turned just a smidge, they'll see where that square will fit in the square and boom, success. So you as a parent, you kind of just, so you can tell the child angry, they're waving their hands, they're banging the block, whatever. So you just turn the box just a smidge and now the child has the awareness to look around, okay, put the block down, take a breath, look down at the puzzle box. Oh, oh, it's right there. Oh, this goes right in there. Oh, see? And so what they, all they did was, so all you did was you just kind of shifted the box a little bit, but they calmed down enough and they took a step back and they changed they changed their perspective and when they did that 
the box presented itself as shifted so now they can put the the block in so that's kind of the universe being able to present a different reality if you're able to to shift into it so so the universe will present a parallel reality to just like the child like just as, as the adult would turn the box so the child could see where the square would fit a little better the universe is presenting another reality for you to, to see that but you've got to lessen the resistance you got to quit smashing the block and, and throwing your hands and yelling step back a little bit and then look again and oh it's right there so so we're, we'll use that kind of analogy to kind of see the resistance that the child puts up how the universe has already presented that 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 different perspective but it's up to the child to kind of shift into it they so have to experience they it. have to experience it so from our perspective when we look down and see people saying okay okay i'm done help me, help me, help me, you know, you lessen that resistance. And so there's a little shift there. So then you can kind of shift into it. And so what we can do from our end is, is give a little energy, a just, just a brief pause, just a brief little, uh, little boost of energy, just a little bit of calm there. But it's up to you to, to recognize it, to bring it in and to use it and say, oh, 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 I, oh, oh there it is right there. Oh, duh. You know, that's what, that's what we can offer. We can't, turn the box for you we can't turn your head we can't do things of that nature all we can do is just kind of just present a different reality that's already there so that the perspective is just turned just a little bit but kind of give you that pause and that little energy input extra little oomph to get you to kind of shift over and then oh and then you once once you realize the solution the problem then oh, you 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 offer less and less and less resistance so then it becomes easier oh i'll just pick it up put it in there boom problem done that's kind of how it works on our end. <laughs> each, each time that we surrender a bias or prejudice mm -hmm. that is restricting us, yes. then we shift our frequency. Yes, all the time, all the time throughout the day. Yes. Mm -hmm. yes. So, so our instrument has been sort of playing with this for, for a number of, of her years. And sometimes it's easy to forget. You get caught up in your day-to-day your -day activities. But, for example, she'll be she'll be driving to her, to her workplace and, and, and there's traffic and, oh, she gets frustrated. She looks at the clock and thinks, oh, you know, I got to whatever, be there by X amount of time. And so she gets starts to get a little flustered and then, oh, look, oh, this traffic. And so she focuses on that and, oh, look, the light turned red. And so now she's shifted into that that vibration where oh oh i oh it's a red light i bet you the next one up oh, sure oh see it's red oh see more try oh look mm, car stalled yep and but then she recognized oh wait a second i don't have to think that i don't i don't i maybe maybe i can think you know what after this red light they're all going to be green everyone's going to go wherever they're going to go and they're going to be out of my way now that sounds ridiculous all the traffic suddenly going to vanish but she accepts that well that could happen right it could happen why not and then boom next light's green oh Where'd all the traffic go? She wants to think, where are all the cars go? But then she knows if she starts thinking, where are all the cars go? What's wrong? Then that'll shift her to another reality where that will be the reality at the moment. So she has learned to sort of just stay, okay, there's no traffic. I'm not going to question it. Whatever. They're doing whatever. I'm, But I'm cruising. I'm good. Look, I'm going to be there 10 minutes early. I can print out the schedules. Okay, I'm good. And, I, and I'm not going to worry about where all the cars went. I don't care. I'm just going to cruise. I'll look green light. Cool. I'm going to focus on the next green light. Okay. Oh, good. Oh, look, I can get over in this lane. All the traffic, there's a big break in traffic. She knows that's not normal. She doesn't question it. Just goes out, shifts lanes. No, no biggie. Just going to, and so it's smooth. So just that quickly in a matter of one intersection, you can shift your reality that quickly. If you. But each of these is shifting a timeline, is it not? Yeah, mm -hmm. <clears throat> absolutely. You each shift... of these minor little changes yes, shifts are, our timeline. You absolutely are shifting timelines all the time throughout the day, all day long. 
That's just one simple example. Oh, oh, okay, the light's red. Oh, I can't get on the highway. Oh gosh, look at all this traffic. How am I gonna get from the slow lane all the way to the fast lane to go this way? Oh God, all these people, they're not gonna let me in. Okay, just take a breather. Okay, oh, this guy let me in, cool. Oh, you know what? I bet you these people let me in too. Oh, check it out. Yeah, I put it in, go, 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 go. And then boom, she's in the lane she needs to be in to, to make the, the turn to go to her workplace. And and then everything is smooth from that. But as soon as she starts focusing on, oh, you know what? I remember there was construction here last week and this was a big mess up here. Oh, great. I'm going to have to text somebody and tell them I'm going to be late or call or whatever the case may be. And so as soon as she starts thinking that, well, yeah, if that's what you want, if that's what you are anticipating or expecting, the universe is more than happy to, to accommodate that. And that's what you'll experience. Or... She'll say, well, maybe that maybe the construction's done. Maybe, you know, maybe I left a little early. Oh, it won't be a big deal. I'll just coast right through. Oh, look at that. Coasted right through. It's that simple. And just a little day-to-day things. If you can just not get wrapped up in the, boy, when I get to the office, I'm going to see if everyone else had to sit in that traffic. Boy, what a pain in the neck that was. I bet you so-and-so coming from this way. So you see how that mindset goes. And then you talk to somebody else that was in the same situation. So now you start reinforcing that, that same path of thinking. Oh, I bet you, I bet you all my patients are going to be there as soon as I walk in the door. Yep. Sure enough. I knew it, (laughs) but you already planned that ahead of time. You already said universe, this, this is, this is, this is the vibration I'm putting out there. This is what I want. And the universe is be like, okay, here you go. And so do you see how this, this can kind of people say, well, I had a bad day. Well, why'd you have a bad day? Well, as soon as I got my car, all there was traffic and that's all it took. So the whole rest of your day, you anticipated every situation you encountered to be difficult. And it was. Because you put that out there. That's what you expected. The universe says, oh, she wants a difficult day. No problem. Here you go. Or, well, she was kind of frustrated with this traffic situation. And she thought, well, um, no, I don't really like this. I I think I really, truly believe it can be better. I'm going to get in this lane. And you know what? I know this will be good. And then got there on time. Got there early. Got the schedules done. Oh, look. Oh, patients are late. Oh, that's a bummer. I got time for coffee. And so, so do you see, as we spoke of before, just that one choice, just that one shift in mindset can change the whole trajectory of your day do you do you, did you see this how we were talking about earlier yes and we talked before yeah. about uh we are magnetic and we attract right. the thoughts mm-hmm. that according to how we are so yes. that one thought shifted yes. the nature of our beingness to the point that we attracted more positive thoughts yes yes and and you have to be aware and allowing and allowing is the big part. So a good thought may come to you, but you may see, and this is again, where your biases and prejudice may come in. So a good thought may come to you, but your biases say, oh, well, no, good things don't happen to you. You're dumb. No, no, you always have a bad day. This time of day, oh, no, no, this isn't going to work. You don't even, you're not even aware that that's what, what's going on. And so that potential good drive to work is no longer an option because your biases and prejudices are already kicking in. You don't even know it. You're not even aware of it. You think, well, maybe I can, yeah, maybe it'll get better. Uh, but your biases are no, no, stupid. Why would you think that? Come on, has that ever happened? No, never. It's not going to happen today. What makes you think today's going to be different? And so that, so then that option of having a smooth drive to work or smooth day is no longer an option anymore because you've already decided in that moment, nope, I know the rest of the drive to work is going to be bad. I know as soon as I get there, it's going to be like this. And yep, look, I was right. And so now you just reinforced, you just reinforced that whole train of thought so now the next thought is is gonna say oh yeah let's get on the the bad day train here and we'll okay right next stop up here okay bad lunch oh yeah sandwiches soggy Mm -mm." so you see just just but but if you just shift that one thought okay wait a second i know everything doesn't have to be going bad today yeah it may seem that way but you know what it doesn't have to be i don't 
I'm, I'm going to make, I'm, I'm going to have a good rest of this. Here's what I'm going to do. And we're not saying you're going to say the whole rest of the day is going to be fabulous. Just in that one moment. Okay. I'm going to go have lunch. I'm going to sit down and I'm going to relax and it's going to be nice. And I'm going to eat my sandwich for 10 minutes and it, and I'm going to, it's going to be nice. I know this to be true. And so it's just that little expectation. And then that little expectation is met because you allowed it. You gave yourself permission. You said, okay, I can do this. I can give myself this. I can relax for five minutes. That's no big deal. And then you say, well, you know what? I bet you when I get into whatever work situation, I bet you everyone will be, it'll be fine. It'll be cool. You know, no big deal. We'll just, whatever. It'll be fine. And so it is because you allowed it to be, because you anticipated it to be, because you expected it to be. You don't expect to encounter a bunch of chaos when you go into that room. You don't expect, you don't, so you don't, you just think, well, no, I'm just, I'm not going to, I just, I know I'm going to have a better day. I'm just going to plan it and we're just going to go. And, and so more often than not, it will go that way. Not always because you have other people around that you have to interact with, but your response to them doesn't have to trigger you to go back to that. I'm going to have a bad day thought and mindset. You don't allow yourself to go there. Right, right. And and even if the situation does present itself a very strong stimulus for you to go that way, you have a choice to not participate in that, to say, to recognize it and say, ah, yes, this, this could potentially be difficult, but it doesn't have to be. It could be a challenge. It can be an opportunity to learn something, or it can be, oh my God, I'm going to be here all day. This is going to take forever. Ah. Oh watch the printer's not going to work. Oh, the phone's going to ring. And so now you've already set up that scenario versus, yeah, okay, so the same challenge is there, but your response to it will dictate which way it goes from there. So the same challenge, same stimulus, however you may be, it's still there. Your view of it, though, will determine the trajectory from that point forward. But regardless of the stimulus that's presented, if Mm -hmm. it is a stimulus that irritates our Uh, current state of being then that again being stressed but that is a definitive message to us about what we need to become aware of within us and surrender right yes it is and it's those biases and prejudices that automatically kick in that that are already roaring and going before you even recognize that it's completely taken hold and so now you get the ego jumping in on there too so now you've got everybody kind of ganging up on you and so by that point you're just like well i just know it's going to be a bad day and you will have a bad rest of the day regardless or you you know or you could say well this is that this is this is not a situation I was expecting it looks like it could be a a challenge versus oh this is going to be very bad this is going to take forever oh I'm just uh, how are we going to get through this This is going to be a real problem or yeah it's going to be a challenge but I bet you we can figure out I bet you there's a way to get through this and we don't need to get all worked up about it so let's just let's just start here, plan, you know, start step one, what's got to be done, step two. It's not going to be difficult, challenging, not difficult. I have to think a little bit more, maybe a few extra minutes. It's okay. I'm okay with that. And then it'll get done because you're not adding the stress to it. You're not throwing in that resistance to a potentially smooth outcome to a potentially very difficult situation. But that requires our ability to recognize that stress is our teacher rather than our opponent. Yes, yes, yes. And and we, we would say, you know, it, we, we like the term opportunity to learn versus, you know, it's stressful. It's going to stressful automatically induces a state of resistance within people. Oh, you're experiencing stress. Oh, yeah, I feel it too. I'm stressed. Oh, I'm going to put up that resistance. I'm going to put up that barrier. Nope, nope, no, nothing bad's going to happen. Well, you've already put yourself in that vibration. So that's all that can come to you at that moment. Okay. In the historical... Uh, record of philosophical development over our relatively short period of um, memory in the 
the human experience on earth. The uh, Stoic philosophers uh, recognized this, and there was more of a period of prominence. It hasn't disappeared, but it has somewhat been relegated to the lower awareness levels of the philosophical process. But it was this awareness of the necessity of recognizing the benefits of becoming aware of stress and utilizing that stress to heal is still available to us in uh, human record in the philosophy teachings of a four, are they not? Yes, they are. Okay. Excellent. Thank you. I do have a, a question about uh, related to this and trying to understand the nature of time that we discussed last time. And uh, in our last session, you had discussed the ability on our reincarnations to reincarnate at any time, at any period in the earth experience, either historical or future. Mm -hmm. And trying to understand that, let me express my perspective and then you correct me, (laughs) if you would, Um, that time is a continuum um, and that continuum is essentially an environment, is it not? Yes. And we incarnate into some segment of that continuum of environment that affords us opportunity to learn what we need to learn about the curriculum of third density. Yes. Okay. The the question is, does this continue, is this continuum, a continuum of environment created simultaneously with the beginning of a third density experience or is it created by virtue of progression of souls through that third density experience over a period what we perceive to be over a period of time all all of experience in time is already there okay again as we've said there's different there's different uh, parallel realities. So depending upon, in your terms, sort of what's discovered or the trajectory of, of humankind at this particular interval will determine the next probable reality. So all realities are, are possible, but, but the overall consciousness level of, 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 the, of the, the group or, or, or all of the individuals incarnate at that time will determine the next parallel reality so they're how all they can there. participate in these how, yes yes and, and the probable outcomes so all probable outcomes are available it's just their trajectory of the populace as a whole will determine which reality is most likely to proceed from your given point okay so we're we're determining how we participate in these existing environments. Oh, yes, absolutely. It's no different than the day-to-day experience we just spoke of. Good day, bad day, traffic, no traffic. It's the same thing, only just on a much grander scale. Right. Because you're involving the entire populace. But yes, all the realities are available. Every possible outcome is available. It's just, it's going to shift based upon the the consciousness level of the population as it it participates and proceeds through, in your terms, time-wise. Okay. And as we've discussed in the past, we have a propensity to categorize things so that we can understand them. Right. And the environments within the environments is that range of potential consciousness that we've discussed. Mm -hmm. Is that correct? Yes. 
And so our choices determine whether we continue to participate and interpret by interpreting the environment and the experiences within that environment. We have the potential to continue to remain in the lower echelons of the dimensions mm -hmm. of the density, yes. or we can elevate that, and we do by virtue of our choices during a single incarnation. Right. Okay. Mm -hmm. My visualization for this, for the sake of my understanding, which may be helpful if it is correct, and again, I ask your correction, is to visualize the entire continu time continuum of third density to be essentially like a rope that is comprised of um, uh, infinite potential of strands mm -hmm. of uh, smaller threads that eventually comprise the entire rope. So we are weaving our experiences in to make the, um, the recognition of a larger rope, more substantial rope, than staying within a small strand of that rope or a small portion of that rope. Yes, Is yes. Is that a reasonable illustration of what we're doing? Yes, yes. And again, you're constantly shifting. So each little strand would be a different reality. Right. That you're well, potentially that's the shifting in it. Yeah, that you're shifting in and out of all the time. Yes. Yeah. So that that's the weaving as we weave this fabric mm -hmm. of rope in order to eventually experience all of what we need to experience in third density. Yes, and, and you have to remember too, though, that in third density, the, the little strands of rope, they're only going to create a finite thickness, if we're using your analogy, right? because of the, the range is limited. Right. So it can right. only get so big. The rope so, can only get so big, and then we go to a new rope. Right, right. and then it, then it, well, we, we wouldn't say you go to a new rope. We'll just say that the rope expands. Okay. So all that right. there's more there's more weaving, I suppose we'll use your analogy. There's more weaving opportunities available, I guess. Yes, <laughs> you get, yes. You get a better loom. Yeah, okay. Right. You get a more intricate loom. For those that don't understand, this is this is an ancient way of weaving a, a, a fabric or a, a blanket together for, for your Native American folks and other indigenous populations use this weaving technique. Mm -hmm. It's called a loom. So similar to that, you get a better loom. But the environment is, is the continuum of time. Is that correct? The, uh, what, in, what, what... Environment in Safar as well the in, the environment that we incarnate into is a continuum of time mm -hmm. that we incarnate into and then interpret and thereby making the uniqueness of our right experience yes and and as we stated before you can as we said like that that trampoline example uh -huh. you can incarnate you can jump from one let's say one segment of time into another. Mm -hmm. So for example, we use this since, since, since most humans uh, think in a linear fashion. Right. So say for example, you're back in your medieval times when everybody has a has a, a stick and a sword and then everybody's angry and they're, they're, chopping, rigid. they're chopping heads off and they're very, very angry. And say, you know, you have one a peasant villager, for example, who who's the holistic, shall we say, witch in your terminology, who has Ooh, voodoo knowledge and can cure people and come come up with concoctions and and really doesn't like this violence and thinks hey, this is just doesn't make any sense it's kind of stupid well, I, I can't in this particular incarnation I can't do anything about it I recognize it I recognize this as being really bad and this is not the design this is what humanity should be like but I, I there isn't much I can do in my little village being a female 
and I'm already deemed sort of an outsider because I, I like plants and, and I can make different healing concoctions and the church doesn't like me and so but I know better I know the bigger picture but I can't express it I can't I can't really change my environment maybe I can influence a few people around me sort of shift their way of thinking but I have this strong motivation to make a big difference so I'm frustrated but I've learned in that particular lifetime I have learned how dramatically negative this environment is that people have chosen to participate in but I don't like it and I want to do something but I can't but I have the awareness I have the evolutionary consciousness to recognize this that this on a spiritual level this is bad I don't like it but I can't really do much about it so I'm frustrated but in that lifetime I have so when I extract myself from that lifetime I have learned I've recognized God this is something's got to change here. This is not good. In that lifetime, I can't do anything. But in that lifetime, I had to be in that dramatic environment to recognize the dramatic difference between where I am on a conscious level and everybody else's. And I don't like that. So now when I come out of that, I have that big awareness because I can't get away from it in that incarnation. I recognize, oh my gosh, everywhere I turn around, there's violence, negativity, hatred. I don't want to be a part of this. I want to change it, but I can't. People say, well, well, then what was this person to do? Their, their life was for naught. They're, they want to change things, but they can't. In that particular lifetime, they learned, they learned that huge lesson of, I, I really want to change something. I couldn't do it here, but now I have the awareness to recognize it and how bad it is. So now when I come out of that, I can get on that little trampoline and I can jump forward to, let's say, 1960. I have that awareness to recognize the negativity and all this and I want to but now now that I have this awareness and this desire to change it now I can bounce to another lifetime I can jump forward in your time to a time where I can do something about it where I can take that desire and that knowledge and that innate gut feeling that this is wrong and 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 I I need to do something I'm meant to do something about it so now I can go to a time frame where I can take that knowledge and that, and that recognition and that awareness that I gained in that lifetime and I can pull it forward to this lifetime and now I can actually do something about it. Now I can't come back as a woman making different whatever candles and soaps and concoctions and it's not, I'm not going to be burned at the stake. I'm not going to be sent to the forest to live by myself. I think none of that's going to be a problem. Now I can take really what I've learned and the awareness and now I can apply it on a more, uh, dramatic level to more people more people are receptive to it so now I'm a magnet for people that that have that same kind of recognition but not as strong as I do but they see it in me so now I can implement what I learned there here to make a bigger difference so that's an example of jumping from one dramatic time period to a far forward reaching time period to to use what you learned in that life to make a big difference in a future life in your linear terms Mm -hmm. if that makes sense yeah this continuum of time, which we've already identified as uh, an environment full of potentiality. Is it fully populated at the beginning of a third density experience, or is it progressively populated? It exists, but is it, does it exist in its entirety when a third density experience begins, or is it developed as the third density population develops? Oh, so so for example, the woman that came from the medieval times into the sixties is that is that reality already occurring? Is that what yes. you're? Yes, that reality is already occurring. Mm-hmm. So it's fully populated. Yes, yes. This yes. time continuum is fully yes. populated at the beginning of a third density. Yes, period. in that particular reality. Yes, right. There right. are the same realities going on with different participants at a different level of consciousness. 
Okay. Is this tied to a particular planet, or is this the commonality of third density experience everywhere? Uh, th this is relatively common throughout third density. However, the parameters from third density planets varies dramatically insofar as their environment, their, their physical vehicle, their mm -hmm. atmosphere. So all of those parameters are a lot different completely different if the learning's the same but the environment in which the learning occurs is dramatically different so you really can't equate one the same you can't equate the same type of thing from one third density planet to the other the learning is the same but the environments and the participants are going to be completely different so it's essentially designed for a planet it's yes correct? it's planet specific shall we say yes planet specific the learning is the same however the 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 parameters of, of the whole setup are going to be completely unique. And this is influenced <clears throat> significantly by the first and second density. Participants, yes. Yeah, participants. Yes, well. yes, they create it. Yes, yes, they're all in agreement insofar as the, the overall design of that particular planet. But the learning is the same. It's just right. it's just, it's just a different hat. Oh, It's I the like, same curriculum. Yes, yes. I, I like a purple hat in this environment. Oh, I think over here I want the blue hat. It, it's just it's just the costume is different. The learning's the same. I guess that's a better way to say it. The costumes are different, but the learning is the same. It's very helpful. Yes. Thank you, my friend. Thank it's you. It's been a, a, a very good uh, discussion this morning. I've appreciated it. Yes, yes. We are we're delightful that we were able to share this information we've been uh, working with our instrument all morning uh, much to her sort of uh, uh, <laughs> resistance that uh, she'll find this funny later <laughs> with her more inclination towards sleep but we we've, we 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 talk about that resistance frequently <laughs> well she she was re more receptive to these ideas in the, the waking state and and due to her recent um changes in in schedule mm -hmm. uh she's more uh, inclined to to awaken at an earlier hour so this is a better time for us to intervene especially when she doesn't have to participate in the work environment today right yeah very good okay well it was good discussing this with you this morning and we look forward to speaking with you again thank you my friend likewise thank you for listening to the latest episode of chatting with the arcturians and i wanted to bring to your attention some books that we've written that would help expand your understanding of the material that the Arcturians are discussing. The first is called Enlightenment Plain and Simple. It's available on Amazon. It's a relatively short book that will provide you with some elementary tools to aid your personal healing and growth. The second book is called The Identity Model, Understanding and Healing Mankind's Stress and Suffering. It also is available on Amazon and this outlines the nature of the creation of the Hierophant that we discussed in many episodes of the Arcturian chat and provides you with the opportunity to become aware of your own identity and to begin to heal, first of all, the emotional baggage that you have accumulated over your lifetime and then move on to the beliefs that you've incorporated into your Hierophant to begin to surrender those as well. The third book I wanted to tell you about is called Edifying Children of a Lesser God. It is a little bit more complete than the first two books in that it gives you an overview of the nature of our experience of creation and deals more significantly with some of the topics that we discuss in chatting with the Arcturians. We have another book that will be released in 2024 is called The Enigma of Consciousness, 
and we will be providing you with more information when it becomes available. Thank you for listening to the Arcturian Chat podcast, and we will turn you over now to today's recording.